This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. set for another weekend. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco as always with you on the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. We got the British Open. We got a huge series for the White Sox in Minneapolis going into the break. They take game one last night and they do it in convincing fashion and I got to say I like that, Mike. I don't know when this team is going to really put it all together and they're just going to carry some of this momentum game to game to game for like three or four weeks. I'm hoping it happens but I was very encouraged by the start of the White Sox last night. So that's good. And we got a few more uh, great games to handicap for this weekend. Yeah, I'm looking for all the tweet- tweeters out there to compliment the White Sox on the job well done. Uh, basically, uh, somebody I talked to has uh, been in the locker room uh, basically and asked uh, uh, Tony LaRusso straight up. Um, well, I could, I could say it, Jesse, Jesse Rogers. Mm-hmm. I talked to Jesse this week. And we talked about things, but the one thing I think I could reveal is that he asked Tony LaRussa, and he might have said this on the air already, uh, about the race. And Tony LaRussa said before All-Star break, basically, it's a a marathon, then the sprint begins. Mm. So that's what I think we're seeing here. I think we're seeing the team buckle down a little bit. Uh, The nonsense about the clubhouse is ridiculous because now on social media they're ta- they're showing, showing the whole team being happy. I don't know if anybody who writes in this town ever competed in sports, but when you are losing, mm. the, I don't care if there's an all star being touted like Tim Tim Anderson. When you just lost the game, it doesn't matter if you've been told you won the lottery. You're not completely happy, and when you win, guess what? The clubhouse changes. Now they could talk about. Uh, anything they want to talk about. But from what I'm understanding, from what I'm hearing, it seems fine. Well, Liam Hendricks was on yesterday with Waddle and Sylvie and sort of alluded to what, what you're saying, that they're not without some issues right now, sure. but they're not divided as a no. locker room. And he said, you know, a lot of that is probably – he pointed the finger without saying it. He sort of said it without saying it uh, to Dallas Keuchel, that Dallas is probably a little bit bitter about his release, and he's the one who – uh, talk to Bob Nightingale out in Arizona, and that's where that's coming from. Sure, sour grapes. Right. And yeah. I don't think that's, that's right. I want to congratulate uh, uh, the White Sox. Uh, you know what? Uh, there's plenty of games left. Uh, but, you know, I'd like to see uh, more positivity coming out. I mean, really, when you talk about a divided clubhouse, the fans who have been against Tony La Russa since day one and this and, 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 and panic every time there's a, a one or two game losing streak, not that they, do, they, they, they don't deserve the panic the way that we're playing. But come on. I mean, you know what? There's plenty of time left. We're starting to get our sea legs. Giolito looks like he's straightened out. Uh, yes. We're starting to hit the baseball. Uh, so I give them all the credit in the world uh, for uh, staying there. And wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if right before All-Star break, they're 500 or oh, yeah. they cut the lead to three or four? If they can uh, win three of four this weekend in Minnesota and they're off to a good start after winning last night and they go five and three on the mm-hmm. trip, I mean, mm-hmm. I think you'd be pretty happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you play Cleveland again. You have another division opponent uh, next weekend out of the All-Star break. So, no, I, I agree. I think uh, I, I think 5-3 and three would be good. I think you'd 
you would feel good about yourself and your position. Yeah, you just know, come down, go into All-Star break with a three-game a three deficit. Exactly. That's, it's that, okay. And that's okay. That's very doable. It beats the alternative uh, for sure, considering the way this thing was looking after well, we the first two games in Cleveland. we were going to be seven out if we don't get that big win about a week ago that we came from behind. That's true, too. The three yeah. different, four different times it was tied. So this this team is starting to get uh, their their legs. Uh, would we have liked to see better play? Absolutely. We're not excusing what went on. I'm not excusing some of the missteps by Tony Lewis. And why mm-hmm. we're on the subject of Tony Lewis, I just want to say this: um, if you don't listen to sports radio uh, and 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 basically you just watch TV, then you've got to be absolutely thrilled. Uh, I saw an article about in the paper today about Ozzie Gee and how he was fresh and how he was honest. Okay, for a Reinsdorf station, absolutely. There's no doubt about it, okay? But I'm here to tell everybody, uh, if you write about something like that, you're not listening to anybody else because I'm here to defend sports radio and I'm not on a whole lot anymore. Mm -hmm. But I know this for a fact, me and Carmen, other people on this station, even other people on the other station, have been critical. I mm-hmm. think it's a vendetta against Marquis. And I like Ozzy Gian, but here's what I'll tell Ozzy. Okay? Don't tell me you weren't disrespecting Renteria. I mean, La Russa, when you're comparing Renteria to him. Sure. Renteria, I'm sorry, is 309 and 398. <laughs> okay? Tony La Russa is the second winningest manager of all time with three World Series. Here's what I'll say. And Ozzy knows this personally with me. If he, he said he would have said it to his face, I'm here to say no, he wouldn't have. He would have come up with another question. There's no way Ozzy Gian goes, hey, you know what? You're, you're real basically Rick Renteria with credentials. I can't see that. I can't there see is no it way he would have asked him that because uh, Ozzy's got too much respect. But Ozzy was speaking off the cuff. Right. And let me say this. He yeah. knows this better than anybody. And to the guy who wrote it, Ozzie Gian's been a media star when he was a player. You don't have to work in the media to be a media star. Ask, ask Michael Jordan. They're savvy, they're outspoken, and they do what they got to do. But the nonsense that this was fresh, new, groundbreaking stuff, who are you talking to? Are you kidding me? Yeah, there's been plenty of criticism. Oh, of, my of, God. Of, yeah. and, and, you know, you're, because it's a Reinsdorf-owned station, don't, you know what? They're battling Marquis. See, before there was no competition. Right. It seems like that's what part of this is. Absolutely. The way Marquis is handling its business and some of the edicts and some of the, you know, you had the big story from a couple months ago where they had a Ozzy's got too much respect, and I know this. I would have asked him something like that, maybe, and he knows it, because me and Ozzy went to war. Mm -hmm. But it was between us. Say it to Tony LaRusso's face. You're Rick Renteria with credentials. I say he would have come up with something different. I, I don't think he would have done that. Agreed. Uh, yeah. It's something that you come up with on TV because you are. You're trying to entertain and you're and on the spot. And there's nobody, and he's not there to talk to you. Right, exactly. So game two is tonight. Uh, the White Sox are a little bit of an underdog with Kopech going to the mound. They're plus 120 tonight. The Twins are minus 140. Mm-hmm. Plus 140 on the run line, minus a run and a half. Mm-hmm. But uh, on the money line, the Twins are the favorite. Kopech, I mentioned, against Devin Smeltzer, who's making his first career start against the White Sox. In two prior appearances, the Sox have really roughed him up to the tune of five earned runs in three innings of work. Mm -hmm. We know how good the Sox are against left-handed pitching, and Smeltzer is a lefty. So Mm -hmm. I'd like to make an argument for the White Sox tonight. I think that finally they're rolling here a little bit. The offensive start last night was fantastic. 
Um, and they've been flat out better, Mike, away from home. This is something we talked about. They're now 25 and 20 straight up on the road. They're 27 and 18 on the run line away from guaranteed rate this year. Mm-hmm. So the White Sox might be a good play as a little bit of an underdog. Well, us. you know what? This is one of these deals. They're a little bit of an underdog to a first-year guy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or to a first appearance guy. Right, exactly. Isn't that odd for a team that's just starting to run rough shot? I Especially mean, against a team that hits lefties so well. It is. Yeah. So I'm a little bit concerned about that. I don't think I'd want to play that game. Uh, you know, the White Sox, okay, it was impressive yesterday. Don't don't think Minnesota's not coming back today. Now, when you say, well, Mike, come on. This guy has never faced a team like this. He's new, like Carver just said. Kansas City was plus 370 yesterday. They were without 10 guys. Without 10 guys, and they beat Toronto after Toronto fired their manager. I know. So don't go feeding me how everything looks so obvious. It's true. I mean, the, I, and I was going to get to that at some point. We got to yeah. talk about the situation well, you knew, with the Royals. You, uh, you knew. Thank God I didn't bet it, but a oh lot of people. God. There's people, professional bettors, that took Toronto last night. Oh, my God. I mean, and and they're a huge favorite again tonight. Now, you you get it even more tonight because Manoa's pitching. We'll, we'll get into that game yeah, as we cover some more baseball a little bit later. Oh, it's a, as you can see, ta- t- Carmen and I really don't go over what we're going to talk about. It no, very never. rarely happens, but it, I had to pick that nugget up. It's a great example, and it just – and I was going to bring it up because they're such a heavy favorite again tonight, mm. and so much would lead you to the Blue Jays. But you're right. Like, baseball can be weird. And you never know what could Cincinnati happen. Cincinnati beat the Yankees three out of four at Yankee Stadium. Cincinnati's won back-to-back series against your Rays and the Yankees. Can I just I, say something on behalf of the Rays? First, thank you for sweeping can I, Boston. Can I? Can I just say I'm going to name five players? Okay. Okay. Aaron, Clemente, Mantle, Mays, Joy, my guy. I mean, my guy Joy at first base. You gotta love it. I four straight against Boston. I mean, I, like it could have been better, Mike. Well, here I got Tampa Bay over eighty nine and a half. Uh, they just did the best of both worlds. B and B were can't believe it. We won both ends. You got because love that. we got Boston under. They're forty seven and forty three. And what did I tell Carmen? <laughs> I told Carmen straight up. Back in when are they going to stop playing Baltimore, Cincinnati, right. well, and Baltimore was struggling at the time. Right, who right. knew? Yeah, and who all knew? These, yeah, and the Cubs and all these other teams. Well, guess what? I told everybody about two weeks ago on the odds couple, their day was coming, and it's coming because I, I Tampa Bay. You want to win a division? You want to know how to win a division? The last two years. They're 79 and 39. Well, there you go. 40 above 500. That's unbelievable. Yep. We'll talk more about that division in general, too, as we move along mm-hmm. tonight. We got a plenty of baseball to talk about. Um, we're going to get our buddy Luke Pergandy coming up next. We'll talk about the British Open with him and some of the hot tickets uh, that are available. I'm glad on it's the British Open again. It was the Open for a while. Well, I, I call it, they call they call it the Open over there. We call it the British. That's Open. right. Know, you know, um, that's just kind of the way it goes. And and I have one other White Sox question for Mike too, like big picture stuff that we'll uh, circle back to in a little bit. So we got a lot to do, folks. Don't go anywhere. We got best bets later on. Ponies from Jim Miller and Luke Pergandy will join us when we come back. We're rolling along. We are the Odds Couple presented by. Prop swap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Each and every week, 
Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Find us on the ESPN Chicago app, Saturday morning, Encore Replay on AM 1000 and FM 100.3 HD2. So many ways to listen. So many ways to stay informed. Football season's around the corner, but first things first, we got the Open Championship. Tiger missed the cut. Um, we're taping the show Friday morning, and uh, we're going to talk about the leaderboard here and talk about the tickets that are available. And, boy, the prop swappers love these major golf tournaments. They love all the golf, uh, golf tournaments, especially these majors, Mike. Let's bring in one of our uh, guests that joins us each and every week. He is one of the co-founders of PropSwap and the PropSwap app, Luke Pergandy. Oh, we caught the British Open. The British. Hey, John. Hey, Mike. What's up, buddy? What's up? British Open weekend. Another, yeah, uh, baby. The, the, the last major. I know it's always great for you guys, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so Cam Young was 200 to 1 odds. Wow. We've oh. seen a ton of tickets posted on him. Uh, he is, as of this discussion, 8 to 1. Uh, Cam Smith, not to be confused with Cam uh, Young, Cam Smith, the Aussie, he was 25 to 1, and he's now down to 2 to 1. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. So you're making 10x on your money if you sell that and lock in some cash. Uh, here we are on Friday. What was DJ, uh, Luke? I mean, because DJ's about, you know, DJ went out and posted another great score today. He's, he's two already, back right now. He's two back, right? He's done mm-hmm. already at nine under. I think he shot 67 today. Mm-hmm. He's down to about nine, 10 to one. What was DJ at the start? Yeah, he was about 20 to one. Okay. That's usually his number, 15 to one, 20 to one. He was single digits when he was hot around a year ago, but uh, in 2022, he typically starts most tournaments around 15 to one or 20 to one. So you could double your money. Nothing crazy with DJ just yet. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking. When you talk about speed, he seemed to be a family favorite. He shot a 69, but he's four back. This is a scoring uh, course right now because the weather yeah. uh, has been outstanding. Uh, by the way, uh, I saw a green with two flags on it. Okay, enough is enough. They've here. got a few of those. What, <laughs> what happens if you sink it a, a hole in one on the wrong hole? I mean, do <laughs> you, you get credit for the hole in one? I have uh, no idea. I don't think so. It would be a cart crushing blow. But I would say this. Everybody in the PGA is praying to God that DJ doesn't win this oh, thing, yeah. number one, because of the, yeah. the tour yeah, situation. Uh, but when it comes to certain guys, isn't this going to be a tough one to make uh, to tune in or to turn in some of your tickets? Like, you got guys like Scheffler in the hunt. You got big-time guys that are only a stroke or two back. So this is more of a wait and see. Maybe you get a lot more action on prop swap, swap probably on Saturday, Luke, you know? Yeah, uh, if the golf is competitive, it always gets very high volume on Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, I think back to the U.S. Open when uh, Fitzpatrick, Zalatoris, and Scheffler were kind of going back and forth all day Sunday. Mm -hmm. We sold tons of tickets. We sold a $9,000 Scheffler ticket when he was was down to like plus 150 Mm -hmm. at a point, you know, around a month ago on that Sunday. So, yeah, if things are competitive, volume will absolutely go up and people will be buying and selling all, all Saturday and Sunday. Uh, what happens next week at the All-Star Game, specifically maybe on Tuesday uh, at the – I'm sorry, on uh, Monday at the Home Run Derby? Um, I mean, as that thing's going on, are we talking about something similar on the app, Luke, where it's just tickets being bought and sold very rapidly? Yeah, for, definitely for the Derby. Um, for the All-Star Game as well, uh, no doubt about it, people will be posting tickets. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of reflection time for baseball right now. I was looking at the futures odds this morning. 
You got the top five teams, all single-digit odds to win the World Series. Yankees, Dodgers, Astros, Mets, and Braves. And then a huge gap. Huge. A huge gap after those five teams. Next is the Blue Jays at 25-1. to Padres at 25-1. to Red Sox at 40-1. to You know, so one of those not top five teams is going to break out in the We're second in the half race. of the season. There's the the Rays, the Rays are the Rays are uh, forty to one as they well. They own Boston. The AL East AL East doesn't have a team with a losing record right now. It's amazing, it's, it's crazy. It yeah. it really is. Yeah, I mean they own Boston. I well, mean, Boston just lost uh, four straight to them. Boston's uh, been owned by that division. You know, Boston's eleven and twenty-four. I think against the division. Absolutely, that's not yeah. a way to make the yeah, playoffs. They, they haven't won you know? a series yet yeah. against the divisional opponent. How about that? Um, and they've got the Yankees this weekend. Red Sox, Yankees, and Tampa the Bronx Bay's this weekend. Yeah, yes. gets no respect yes. because of the crowd and because I mean they've won. They've won the division. What the last two years, forty above five hundred in that division, and they don't get a lot of respect. They really don't. They, being honest. Yeah. They, they, they get none. I mean, none. at the end of the day, yeah, they, they get none. Um, all right, Luke, anything else we should know? Any other good tickets? Um, or are we focus in mostly on golf for the weekend? Uh, Kyle Schwarber continues to mash it. Wow. Uh, still selling him to be the home run champ. That's always a hot ticket. Um, uh, and like I said, I, I grab one of those, that next tier of MLB teams mm-hmm. on props off, and it's just one click of a button to resell it to someone else later in the season, but I can guarantee you some team in that next crop of Blue Jays, Padres, Milwaukee, Minnesota, Tampa, St. Louis, like one of those teams is going to break out. So um, here we are at the, you know, at the all-star break next week. So it's uh, it's reflection time. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, buddy. Enjoy the golf. We'll talk to you next Friday. Okay. Thanks guys. See you, Luke. (laughs) We love you. That's our guy. Luke Pergandy. Make sure you download that free prop swap app. So speaking of like what's going to happen in the second half, and, and I was asking, you know, listeners yesterday when uh, Yurko and I were on, Mike, about what I should do. Should I double down on the White Sox right now? I have the White Sox to win the division at minus money when they were mm-hmm. a favorite way back when. Right. They were plus 175 before the game yesterday. They won. Now they're plus 160. I mean, I'm thinking about doubling up on them, even though I'm not totally convinced and they've I'm been disappointing. You. I mean, I, I still think they're – I think they're the best team in this division if they just put it all together in the second half. Yeah, and you better, I mean, if they win today, let's say, okay, mm-hmm. then you got to start watching to make sure, you know, when it's time to, I think you should double Times down. To do, the time to do it is probably now, right? Yeah, At and plus, I can't believe yeah. Tampa Bay's 40-1. to 1. I know, right? I, uh, they own Boston. They play, I know the Yankees are great, but my God, buy a Tampa Bay ticket. They're going to make the wild card. Yeah, I mean, and then if they win the first game of the wild card, couldn't you sell that ticket? Of course. Are you kidding? I mean, that's what pop, that's yes. what prop swap is all about. It's not about like Carmen said. He's got the favorite. Good for him. The White Sox are favored. I I would double down. Yeah. The White Sox don't look intimidated when they go into Target Field. They don't. It, I love that start. I'm telling you, just like scoring early, the slam. I mean, like Jose again, driving in a run early, get him on the board, the grand slam from Robert. Like, that was so encouraging. I just hope they find a way to just really build on some of this momentum because they have failed to do that so far. But it would be well, great if they did it this way. Johnny weekend. Cueto oh, is oh. a great pickup. Oh. And, you know, we criticize the GM, the manager, uh, Kenny Williams. I'm the first to tell you that I do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not a family favorite over there when it comes to those guys. And I don't I don't like them all that much when it comes to certain things. But I give them all the credit in the world for getting Johnny Cueto. 
Yeah, it was a great move. That's I mean, a big, huge difference in this team. Think about the difference between he and Keiko. I mean, oh you know, it's been and, huge. and Keiko was a divider. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it, which is weird. I always thought he was. I never heard that. Either did I. And it was a really well-liked team. And I thought. I mean, um, if you're upset about that, I mean, you're starting to talk about the team and, and everything else. And by the way, for all you Johan Mankata fans, mm-hmm. I love you all. You know that. Mm-hmm. I, we talk on Twitter all the time. I'll, I'll ask you once again. Because Sox fans, 70% of you, I mean, and the media just don't get it. I'll ask you once again, would you trade Mankata back for Chris Sale? I'll just ask you this one more time, because I watched Sale the other day. You look good the other day. I'm worried when he pitches because I want Boston to lose, mm-hmm. but they ended up winning 3-2. to two. He looked the same to me. I mean, he's back from surgery. It takes time. Yeah, it does. It takes time. I love Sale. Look, I, I never... And I said this when it happened. You, you, you were oh, never, too. you were never going to get re- fair value trading a player like. I said Chris he had Allen. to hit Mankata. Had to hit two ninety, thirty home runs, 80, 80 to ninety RBIs a year. Yeah, and it's never going to happen. And it's probably not going to happen. And Kopech's lost five out of the last six. I know he's got a three something ERA, uh, but you know what? He's a, you, you know, and that's not his fault when they don't hit for him. I understand mm-hmm. that. But that was a guy I thought you you could build around. Maybe he doesn't get hurt if he's with the White Sox, though. Who knows? Although that's a stupid comment to make after the injuries we have. Yeah. By the way, yeah. Tampa Bay's had 11 injuries, and they just well, swept the Boston without, Red Sox. And they've been without Franco. I mean, like, yeah. they're, you were right. They won the division each of the last two years. Here are their win totals. So they're 49 and 40 this year. Last year they won 100 games. They won that division. A COVID year where they only played 60, they won 40 games. They won yeah. two-thirds of their games. 2019, 96 wins. 2018, 90 wins. I mean, they're, and they're 40 to one because nobody cares about them. Nobody knows them. I still don't know how the players on the team. I remember the manager blowing the World Series when he made the uh, yeah. opportune pitching change, but he seems to not panic. He seems to have a system. But I, you know, the Cubs. I'm, I'm not comparing them to that type of situation. If, if you only played one inning of baseball, the Cubs would be a 700 team. <laughs> they, they get the lead. In the, I mean, they were winning. BB and I, we got the Cubs over, so we know that's done. But it's seventy forty. But BB and I were doing the jitterbug the other night. It's five to nothing. I blink my eyes. They're losing, and they lose eleven to nine. And they lost. The, they've lost what seven in a row? And I think it, seven well, in a row. And uh, they are basically at Wrigley Field, seventeen and thirty, which is an abomination. Oof. That shouldn't happen. When we come back, maybe we'll touch uh, one uh, other thing on that game, and we uh, are going to talk more baseball some big picture stuff second half some of the games on the board for tonight so don't go anywhere uh, we got a lot to do including best bets and ponies from jim miller a little bit later on it's carmen and mike we're the odds couple on espn 1000 this is the odds couple with carmen DeValco and mike north on espn 1000 you're listening to the odds couple with mike north and carmen, carmen DeValco. DeValco on chicago's home for sports espn 1000 Talk White Sox Twins and the Mets and the Cubs are playing on the north side this weekend. Mets won the first game last night 8-1, to one, so the Cubs have lost seven in a row. We told you before the break. Uh, so Mike and I are taping the podcast. It is Friday morning. It's raining a little bit now. I don't know how that's going to affect the 120 first pitch if they uh, go off on time or not, but it is Taiwan Walker versus Marcus Stroman. The Cubs, of course, are an underdog against a pretty good Mets team that leads the NL East and Walker's been good. Stroman will pitch against his former team. He has not been good at home. Mike told you that abomination. I that- never thought 17 to 30. 
That right? abomination of a home record. Yeah. I and mean, by the way, to Marcus Stroman, you didn't want to play for Tony Larusa, huh? You're, you're you're a vomit bucket right now. He's 4. 0 3 on the north. ERA. He's 0 3 on the north side with an yeah. ERA of nine. And Charlie yeah. just Hot told me. Shot. I didn't, shot. I didn't, in a room. I didn't realize the game has already been postponed, Charlie. Yeah, it's gonna be a split doubleheader tomorrow. Oh, good. Split doubleheader tomorrow. Okay, I didn't realize that. So thank you. Yeah. Um, the one bet I made this morning, and I guess they must. I must have just missed that postponement because I did make you the got bet. Up already. Oh, I made the bet. Um, you're degenerate. I know, right? I I I, I, I really am. I made you know what you know what prop bet I'm up I bet? at four in the morning handicapping. What does that make? Yeah, exactly the yeah. prop bet I did bet already for the game, and I'll probably just do it tomorrow. Was Pete Alonso to hit a home run? Got it at plus two ten. Oh yeah, Pete Alonso has six career home runs already in Wrigley Field. I know. Six. He's Mike Schmidt. He's like right. I'm like yeah. he hits a home run every time he comes to town. So I'm like, hey, I bet Pete Alonso this morning. I'm sure that bet's off now. I have to rebet it tomorrow. Mike before Schmidt the, told the first me game. in an interview. Uh, that I did on the uh, at the celebrity tour in Tahoe. Great guy, by the way. He told me he expected when he played against the Cubs, and I think he had 57 homers. Oh my Wrigley, God! Did he hit not... that many at Wrigley? I'll yeah, check, check it out. Oh, Maybe I'll Charlie can check hold, it out. I'll look. Hold on. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, he had 57 homers or something, or something to 37, something like that. I don't know. He told me he expected two homers a series. Unbelievable. And and they expected to win every game. Like they are, like teams are now coming in. I don't like home records of seventeen to thirty. I know the team. Uh, Thompson hit a setback. Yeah, he Steel, did a little bit. Steele, I like those guys, but they're two years away. I think Ross. I, I don't know if it's still out of him. I th- I think he's a good manager. I'll give a perfect example. Just when I was ready to finally say Brandon Hyde, mm. okay, who. Who looks like a guy that's been out all night when, <laughs> because he's managed the Baltimore Orioles for the last four or five years. Look what he's doing now. So it's the talent, too, that's got to try to get better and put it over Absolutely. Now. What do you got for Schmidt? Mike Anything? Schmidt, career, home, a career at Wrigley, 138 career games, 50 home runs. Okay, so I was off by seven. Um, that's still amazing. How so, about, yeah, you're damn right it is. 50 home runs, 124 RBIs. He slashed 307, 396, 653. Career OPS over 1,000, and that was his best OPS of any and ballpark And take him out of Veterans Stadium and make him the hometown cup guy, and he probably hit 600 home runs. Yeah, it's like, that's incredible. His, right? his, his OPS at Wrigley was slightly better than his OPS at home at the old Veterans Stadium where he it was nine. Only Smith. Yeah. Smith would come in and say, okay, I might as well lob it over. Oh, my God, that's unbelievable. Right? Yeah, you were talking that's, about one of the all-time greats. That's an unbelievable greats. stat. We, um, we told you earlier that the Royals have 10 unvaccinated players and a couple guys on the pitch, uh, coaching staff, including Cal Eldred, their pitching coach, mm-hmm. that were not allowed to go to Toronto for this series uh, this weekend in Toronto because you cannot get into Canada as an unvaccinated uh, player or an unvaccinated person yeah. at this point. The Royals last night won. You know, Mike said, hey, listen, that, that's why baseball can be goofy. Tonight, the the Royals are a plus 285 dog. The Jays are minus 375 on the money line. They're minus 180 on the run line, minus run and a half. It is Manoa versus Granky. I'll tell you this, Manoa loves home cooking, and this guy's great. Second-year player. Um, he's one of the favorites for the Cy Young. He's about fourth choice, I think. 17 career home starts. He's 10-1 in one lifetime with a 2-2-6 ERA. Was the offense going to score more than one run? Good or? question. You know, I, that's I, what I'm you not fear. Play, I'm not playing it. There's no way. But it, it seems like the Blue Jays have a huge advantage, but baseball's weird. It seemed like that yesterday. Absolutely. 100%. And I just I just think you can't take it. There's a, like I've always said since the odds couple started, 
many years ago. Many. Well, really, four. But that's yeah, still good. It's many. It's many. Um, there's other games. Other games. Agreed. Other games. Don't 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 go down and bet a hundred and then lose. And yeah, uh, you're waking up this morning asking the wife for four hundred. Right. Come don't on. want it. Uh, like no. Red Sox Yankees. There's another game. They go oh, to the Bronx. I'm so happy. Last weekend they were in uh, in Boston. They split that four gamer. They're in the Bronx this weekend. The Yankees are a minus one seventy six favorite tonight. As and Jordan they're struggling Montgomery. a little bit. Both teams a little bit here. Both teams have had bullpen uh, issues recently, which is kind of why I, I like the over a little bit tonight. Not a best play or anything, but I think I might bet uh, over eight and a half. Of you know all what these... Randy tells me sometimes, Carmen? What did he tell you? You know how he always tells me, Mike, please bring something different to the table. By the way, he traveled to another state to watch his kids play baseball and he, probably get beat. They're in a I baseball tournament, yeah. Yeah, they're in a baseball tournament. He He's hoping, but, I mean, that's a long way to go. Yeah. You know, I'd rather down the street if you want to know the truth. <laughs> But Randy's always telling me, Randy, yeah, like those destination weddings, you know? There's a church down the street. Why do we have to go there? I've done two of those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Unbelievable. So anyway, this is a little nugget for everybody. You know, everybody talks about the White Sox and their offense is getting going. Did you know this? The mighty Boston Red Sox have only one guy with over 10 homers. That's Devers with With 19. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Yeah, I didn't realize that. That is an unbelievable stat, and I think the Yankees are mad. Hmm. I think the Yankees now uh, are seeing what Tampa's doing, are seeing what Baltimore's doing. Uh, We've seen stranger things happen. Carmen, I talked about that one August back in the day, Bucky Dent, they were 13 back. Sure, yeah. So they better get it going again. And, And like I've said, Aaron Boone. If you can't win with this team, I don't know how you can, but you're right, Carm. Their pitching was fooling people for a while. The rookie Nestor got cold, too, a little bit. A little bit. Nestor Cortez yep. and, and other guys. It's gotten a little bit cold. Their bullpen's got a little shaky here the last couple of days. Um, they, the the Red Sox, we, t- we were talking about this when Luke Pergandy was on with us from Prop Swap. Mm-hmm. They've been miserable against the division. I mean, the oh. Red, and that's a tough way to, to make the playoffs in baseball these days because of the unbalanced schedule. They're 11-24, the Red Sox, inside the division this year. They're just 4-10 and 10 this month, and they got swept by okay. uh, the Rays. They have Let not been good lately. Let me ask you this. I'm 47-43 with Boston. I got the under 85 and a half. Are you starting because they had that long winning streak against nobodies and now they're getting beat every day? Are you starting to look at maybe I got a shot here? Maybe. That? Yeah. I, I mean, if this month continues, yeah. If you give another yeah. week of this and you're going to maybe be alive for that one. Now, still. I yeah. said I have the Cubs, but I also have the under Detroit. And let me just tell yeah, all you White Sox fans, A.J. Hinch is 37 and 53. I'll just move on from that. <laughs> but, but I'm such a troublemaker. Uh, you really are. I really am. But, uh, I just think that Boston's going to be the odd man out. I do. Yeah, I think, I think you might be right. I think they're bottom feeders. Well, I think they beat the easy team. And even the projections, like if you looked at the Fangraph projections right now, you're right. They're calling for the same thing. They think the Blue Jays and the Rays have better postseason odds than the if Red Sox. You're the so you're manager right. that got fired by Toronto, yes. and, and Toronto loses yesterday. To, to Kansas City with 10 AAA players or double A players. Yeah, right. You're sort of vindicated almost, aren't you? <laughs> well, for you, he probably felt good last night for a minute. You're right. Yeah, but I guess he, now, that's a guy they said lost the locker room. 
period. If that happens, and if you yep. know it, you got to make a change. Absolutely. One other thing in Red Sox-Yankees for tonight, uh, like we always like to give these alerts when somebody has a really favorable matchup. Yeah, we got to get a horn or something. We do, that. right? Um, yep. Xander Bogarts, everybody, hits nearly 500 in his career against Jordan Montgomery. He's minus 220 to get a hit tonight. So you're laying a lot of juice, but Bogarts seems to do very well in his career against Jordan Montgomery, so we'll give everybody a heads up on that. Oh, and by the way, Giancarlo Stanton has three career home runs in 30 career at-bats against Nathan Avaldi. So a few notes for everybody on that game. How, we were talking about the Orioles winning 10 in a row. They'll go wow. for 11 in a row tonight. How about Seattle? I was just going to say, Mike, I mean, the <laughs> Mariners have ripped off 11 straight. They were they were down 4 nothing last night in Arlington. Yep. They rallied to win that game. Game two against the Rangers is tonight. The Mariners are a minus-165 favorite because – uh, Robbie Ray's going to the bump, and he's been awesome in his last six starts. 2-0 and with a 9, a .91 ERA. Seattle's gone 5-1 and of those starts. The Mariners are playing great. What a story they've I'm watching they've the Mariners two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, and Scott Service, they show him in the dugout, yeah. right? Yep. I go, hey, B, look, remember Scott Service? She goes, yeah, he wasn't a bad catcher. I go, yeah, but as a manager, he's the worst, right? <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Wow, good for him. It's unbelievable. I love it. I mean, and what were they at the beginning of the season? Oh my God, forget it. Uh, seven, a uh, hundred to one. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I'd like to. We got to find out if anybody's got Seattle. Oh my God, who could possibly? I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, Luke, we'll ask Luke we next, get, week. next week. We should ask him I, I, about all the all the weird guys, all the weird teams in baseball that are winning all of a sudden. Isn't it something? Even Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I remember, wasn't Cincinnati We were comparing like, them to the Orioles that lost like 22 games in a row. Weren't they like 2-22? and 22? They were 3-22. and 3-22. and 22. Yeah. And now they have the same record as the Cubs. Right. The Reds Unreal. have the same record as the Cubs, people. Yeah, they just couldn't get on track, you know. I mean, no. they just couldn't get going, but they're not as bad as they look, I guess. Unbelievable. I'm yep. looking to see if... Uh, Points bet has a Mariners to make the playoffs because they've got a well, bunch got, of teams. Oh, they got to be up now. Yeah, they're, they're up now. They're, they they got to be. For something. some reason, I don't see them on the board here. So they got about half the team. They got odds on like half to miss or make the playoffs. I don't see mm-hmm. Mariners on here though. I'm surprised. I don't know why. Um, all right, when we come back, we're gonna get some ponies with our guy Jim Miller. He's been Jimmy. smoking hot. We'll give you our best plays for the night before we get out of here. Don't go anywhere, folks. We still got more to do. It's Carmen and Mike. We're cruising along. We are presented by Prop Swap. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. And during the home stretch on The Odds Couple for this week on the ESPN Chicago app on Core Replay Saturday morning, 8 to 9. That's my uh, bedroom entrance music. This one is at eight thirty when I go when I get, go to bed. Before time to night go to bed at, at I night. Love yes, it. I love it. It's uh, it's that time of the show, Mike. To everybody, this is what people want. I mean, he keeps giving out oh, winners. He was in the winner circle again last week. It's crazy. He's the expert handicapper at Hawthorne Racecourse, where they've got uh, the thoroughbred meet back up and running for. I'm sorry, the uh, harness meet back up and running for the summer. So make sure you check out all the action there. He is the one and only Jim Miller. Jimmy. Jimmy. Boys, I love that you talk about, like, entry music to the bedroom and that. My, yeah. my wife and my daughter were going over wake-up ringtone type of things for their alarm for yes. Stranger Things. I have a call to the post through my phone. Ooh. It's just amazing how things work based on your on your personality and what you do. Your preferences, yeah, and all the technology. Yeah, my, wake up, uh, my bedroom music now is a waltz. A walk-up song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love it. Uh, Jimmy hit it again uh, last yep. week with the winner. We're going to try to do that. I'll give you some picks uh, a little bit later on. But, you know, the meet is uh, underway at Hawthorne Racing all weekend. And, you know, we kind of touched on this last week a little bit. You know, there are thoroughbred meets that are happening. I know Saratoga just started, and Jimmy was telling us last week that mm -hmm. those are always great races with lots of action. Those are stakes races, and people can go out to the track, watch Hawthorne, and still bet all those other uh, tracks around the country, right, Jim? Yeah, and that's what we started to see is, is you're seeing some of these marquee summer meets. Saratoga kicked off. They have a stakes race every single day of their meet, so there's always something going on there. The Delmar meets coming up, too, and we are going to focus on some of those races as we get into the upcoming weeks because you're starting to see some of these derby horses come back. Uh, Classic Causeway actually won last week, a horse that was racing through some of the Triple Crown races, and that horse won on the turf course. So we are going to focus on those meets, but like you mentioned, Carm, you can watch and wager on those races throughout the course of the day. Stick around for the Hawthorne races at night on the weekends, but it is. It's very good racing throughout the course of the summer, and it's interesting because with Arlington not racing, you're seeing some of these top Illinois horses showing up in Indiana, showing up in Kentucky, mm. showing up out at Colonial on their turf course. So they're spread out across the country. You have to dig a little bit deeper, but these are good racehorses that are providing value at tracks across the country. Yeah, I want to ask you about uh, the jockeys. Uh, more thoroughbred yep. than anything else, Jimmy. Do they still throw parties like they did in Seabiscuit where uh, they're dancing around in the, in, in the barn area and they got booze flying, women all over the place? Or is that a sort of a no-no now? I can tell you this. The only way you make money is winning. So when you're winning and riding good, you're definitely going to celebrate a little bit. It was interesting <laughs> because back in the day, yeah. the place to go after races at Arlington Park was always like Bob Chin's Crab House. Sure. And you would go there wow. and you would see multiple riders that are there because they loved the seafood. It was a little bit lighter on the stomach and that, but they would celebrate. I'll tell you the other thing, too, like at the end of our meet, our leading rider, Jareth Loveberry, put out a great spread for all of the riders on closing day. And that is always a tradition. So. There's always a little bit of celebration going on, and I'll tell you, it's kind of like baseball when there's groupies out there. If a rider's riding well, you're always going to have somebody out there kind of following them just to kind of keep an eye on them, too. Do they have little rivalries amongst each other? I mean, oh. I'm sure they do, right, Jim? Oh, my goodness. They, for sure they have rivalries. There's been times where you see a little bit of jostling during a race and that, and you kind of see some heated conversation going on when they're waiting to talk to the stewards after a race, and again, like I mentioned, you only get paid if you finish in the top three. Mm. And the biggest payment comes when you're winning races. So it is. It's very competitive out there. There is a little bit of a clubhouse type of atmosphere in the jocks room. But at the same time, it is. It's very competitive because oh. this is how they make their living. Willie Shoemaker versus Eddie Arcaro was one mm. of the great rivalries in all of sports history back, mm. in, back in the 40s and, and 50s for folks that want to look these guys up in Wikipedia. All they did was win. And when they faced each other, it was an event. And it's one of those things where the best riders are oftentimes showing up on the best horses. So when you yeah. see these marquee days, there's a reason guys are coming in from New York, California, Kentucky to show up because they do ride those marquee races. They know how to do and they know how to handle the pressure. All right. So uh, all three races that we're betting are going to be at Hawthorne this week. Is that right? Yeah. Good stakes racing at Hawthorne this weekend, especially on Saturday. So three horses we're looking at, we'll bet them all across the board. So starting race three, but the two-horse, Anna's lucky star across the board. She just won her 50th career race last week nice. and should be tough. And then in race five, but the three, Apple Valley across the board, who raced really well last week, too. And then in race nine, but the four, do-over Hanover across the board. This one coming in from Indiana and a horse that might be a little bit of a sleeper. All right, so three races at Hawthorne for Saturday, everybody. Race three, the two-horse across the board. Race five, the three-horse across the board. And then in the ninth race, we're betting the four-horse 
across the board. Is that right? That's right, boys. And you know what? Next week, let's look for some more rivalries, and we'll come up with some horse rivalries, too. Sounds great. Love it, Jimmy. We'll talk to you later, all right? You got it, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! There's our guy, Jim Miller, at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Absolutely. Yeah, I Um, mean, mean, you you know, the horse racing business is interesting, but I watch Seabiscuit every so often, and I mean, that was a wild party by I my love standards, that movie. and I have high standards. Yeah, I love that movie, by the way. Oh, I know you do, oh. you know. By the way, I got a line for you. Okay. Can't, <clears throat> I, I, I'll, I'll name the line. I know you'll get the movie, okay? Okay. That's why I checked it. The bag, that's why I didn't check it. The bag felt right. That's why I didn't check it. The bag felt right. Why do I feel like I should know it and I can't get that? That's why I didn't check it. The bag felt right. I don't know. What is it? I'm oh, gonna... I'll, remind me to ask Jackie Brown. I'm going to be mad about that's a, that's a, were they? Did you see Jackie Brown? Oh, it's from Jackie Brown. Yeah. Yeah, there he Remember, go. he goes, yeah. she put those towels in to fool yeah. us. He goes, yeah. well, that's why I didn't check it. The bag felt right. That's right. And one of the great scenes ever, Samuel Jackson, Robert That's right, yeah. And uh, Tarantino's, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Good call. Stuff. How could I not get that? Good call. Hey, you got to pick for um, Home Run Derby before we uh, before we get out of here on I'm Monday? I'm going to go with There's the polar bear. There's some star power. Yeah, that's what I like. I mean, he's already won it, right? He has. I mean, to me, there's no pressure. What about Schwarber? I love Kyle Schwarber. By know. the way, can I just say I was wrong? Okay, not that he wouldn't hit home runs, but that he'd play the outfield, even with the DH. Yeah. Right? I thought he was going to be a career DH. Good for Kyle, but I'm going with the polar bear. Yeah, the polar bear to me is a good choice. Corey I don't know Seager. what kind. I'm sure he's a favorite or something. Oh, he's up there. He's the yeah. two seed. Remember they do it like they seed yeah. him now. He's the two seed. Schwarber's the one seed. Corey Seager's an interesting one, like back in L.A. Yeah. Kind of interesting. but Not uh, a name, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like Otani. Everybody's talking about him being this and being that. I've never seen the guy. By the way, do you know that he is now the favorite to win MVP in the American League? He's minus 110, judges plus 150. I know, and they're not – and you know what? I think he's going to probably get it. He's probably third or fourth in the side. Young McClanahan is gold. McClanahan's awesome. Yeah, I think that, but but I will say this. Uh, To be a side – to be an MVP – you don't look at the record when you pitch or the or when you have a home run because the rest of your team sucks. You got to compete against the other MVP candidates, and right now it looks like he's doing it. Judge had a little bit of a lead, but the pressure for him to produce every night, especially yeah. if they're trying to pitch around him, is pretty tough. Yeah, there. It seems like the Angels only win games when Shohei does start right now. I think there's. It- I think it's, without him, they're six in twenty-one in their last twenty-seven. Games. That that sounds right. I mean, it's, he's right? got a point four five ERA Mike over Trout, the last six Look, starts. look, Mike Trout. Nobody knows who you are, Otani. Nobody sees you. I think the West Coast it's is not conducive. I'd like to see these guys play at a different time. I'm not. I, am I being selfish? Hell yeah, be MVP and maybe Cy Young Award winner. In the Midwest and East, doesn't even see him hard half the time. It's Most crazy. of the time, baseball needs to do. They got to figure out that out somehow. So maybe move the game up a little bit. I don't know. All right, yeah. before we're out of here, any best plays for tonight or the weekend, Mike? I I didn't really bring this up at the beginning, folks, but uh, hopefully the podcast will be up for sure today. Before oh, yeah. uh, Carmen and Yurko, I'm three and zero on the bonus pick. I was nine. I'm nine and zero the last three weeks. Unbelievable. Last week, I had the under. I told Carmen, seven and a half. Usually it goes under. I had a uh, a run and a half with Miami. They went straight up, five uh, to two, and then I won the other game. I mean, everything's coming together. Nine, nine and zero. Oh. Oh. Woof. Nine and zero. Oh. 
Yeah, give me a good build up. I today, love Karen. it. I I'll, love I'll it. Throw the, I'll have an envelope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. So, anyway, 9 and 0 the last. I got one game for everybody right now, and I want this not to happen, mm. but it came out this way. Okay. And believe me, folks, I want you all to tell the Chicago White Sox that I picked against them. There tonight. you go. I love it. I think, what are they, minus one-third? I mean, plus one Plus 120, yep. So the Minnesota Twins, like Carmen said, brand new guy, you know, pretty a team that got beat 12-2, favored. I'm taking Minnesota. Let the clubhouse know. Minnesota minus one for you. Let the clubhouse know. Yeah. I'll give you one. I got to bounce back. I gave out two losers last week. My bad, okay. everybody. But these baseball games can be tough. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give you an underplay. Uh, Astros at home against the A's. First place against last place. But uh, Cole Irving is pitching for, I think it's the third time he's going to face the Astros this year. And he's done well against them in two previous starts. A couple key pieces missing from that Houston offense right now because of injury, too. Jordan Alvarez is not going to play until after the All-Star break. Brantley's obviously out. So I'll play under eight uh, in Houston tonight, A's and Astros. We'll see how that one comes out. Yeah, that's all I got. But I'm going to have two games on the 148 uh, broadcast of Carmen and Yurk. Love it. On the bonus play. Smoking hot. Thanks to Charlie Blevins for uh, filling in for Yurk, for Merck, excuse me, today. Uh, job well done, Charlie. Thanks for producing up the show. Thanks, as always, to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. And thank you, everybody, for listening and enjoying the podcast and the show. And happy wagering this week. Mike, you have a great weekend, and we'll see everybody next Friday. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.